What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the 156th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, in his new digs, my good friend, Wink. But also, right above Wink there on your screen is our other good friend, Grande Patron. We haven't seen you in a while, man. How are you doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Glad to be here. Very glad to be here. Glad to have you here. Um... There's no chance this episode goes off the rails, which is really exciting. Um, I'll be very, <laughs> I'll be very curious to hear how this episode sounds because you may notice my new background. Um, first episode at the new place, so um, yeah. And as Chicken Bottom mentions, uh, first few of Beagle Squadron. Um, my current setup is going to allow, uh, you know, me to get video bombed by. Beagle Squadron. Who <laughs> are literally right there staring at you. <laughs> Did you forget to feed them? Nope, just fed them. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, very yep. nice, very nice. Well, I see some uh, Honolulu blue on your wall. So you're, are you going to paint it like mine behind me? No, it's... Uh, it's. I haven't painted this room. I've, I, I, I'm barely living here. Um, I'm I just flipped over my last concrete countertop in the kitchen. So I got to finish those this weekend. I'm hoping next week I'll have an operating kitchen. That's the goal. So uh, that that's how my life's going currently. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, then. sounds good. Yep. How are you guys? Uh, how are you guys enjoying the summer heat? I don't know how things are going where you guys are, but it is hot here. It's been hot, but not, I mean, it's been hot, but not, too too bad. Oh man, you just you got to get out early, man. If you get out early, it's not hot. When you and, and you got to not go from air conditioned house to air conditioned car to air conditioned office, hundred percent back to air conditioned car. <coughs> That's really the uh, the challenge. That's hundred <laughs> percent true. If you get outside uh, nice nice and early, and you get adapted to the heat, even once it's it hits so ninety five hundred, it's it's not too bad. Sucks, was, um, but yeah, not too bad. I was, I was playing baseball with my kid this morning at eight thirty in the morning. It was great. So, yeah, there's, totally, it's always totally it's always the morning nice. or the twilight. Those Looks are my like favorite times today. of the day. When the sun's you going go. down, you're good to go. So, yep. Hell yeah. Well, cool. Well, um. Why don't we just go ahead and jump into this first topic? Let's let's see if the soundboard works. 
because <laughs> we did not test before the show. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Did it work? It did work. Sounded great. I heard it. It sounded great. Woo! Very exciting. All right. I was worried that might be a tech issue. So we're off to a good start so far. Um, Man, so it's been two weeks since we had a podcast. There's been so much going on. We've had the Genosis Territory battle. We've had some Grand Arena stuff going on. There's been a lot to, you know, a lot of time for us to do stuff. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I have sure done a hell of a lot. Um, I... I was on the fence for so long. We got that gear 13 update and I was on the fence about what to do. Um, in the end, I ended up uh, taking Padme and old Daka to gear 13, uh, which is pretty exciting. My old Daka has almost 97,000 health. She is a freaking hoss. Um, can't wait to see how she does in territory battle. Uh, Gear 13 Padme, Machine. Had to remod my whole arena team this week because do the move and everything, like I have not really played arena at all the past couple weeks, but I kind of started playing a little bit more. And so I realized my arena team wasn't doing so well. Um, I was having some issues, <laughs> you know, with all these Gear 13 pieces, everybody getting fat, faster and everything. My Padme team, like, I was just struggling so hard. So, ended up remodding them a little bit. Uh, I put a speed arrow back on General Kenobi because I was having issues getting him to go before HK-47. So, I got that uh, solved out of the way. And then my other big issue was um, uh, with a little bit of remodding stuff I did. Ahsoka was going before 3PO, which was very bad. And I fixed that, and boom, no issues. Um, there's a couple teams with Marauder that I have a little bit of trouble against, but for the most part, I'm I'm smashing through. So uh, that is uh, that is going super well. Um, but I've geared a lot of characters. Like all my bugs are gear twelve now. Um, I've added I added both gear twelve plus pieces to Assage and and. GMP, you're gonna be impressed. Wampa, um, hell yeah! Trying to <laughs> trying to beef them up a little bit, um, and then I kind of moved some mods around. I I made my uh, uh, as you guys know, I like a fast wicket. Um, who who here can guess the speed of my wicket? Any guesses? Two fifty eight. Two fifty eight on his wicket. I don't know how fast he is normally, so. I'm going to guess that your wicket is 305. Holy shit. Nailed it right on the head. 305. I was only off 50. Well done, Grande. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my my wicket caught my Grand Arena opponent today a little bit off guard. Um, it smashed his troopers and... I barely ended up winning. I screwed up one battle, but I uh, still ended up getting a full clear. Did pretty well. Um, so, sitting in a good spot for the Grand Arena Championship currently. Um, good night, Punk. 
How's your week been? Your weeks. Dude, that... This Grand Arena is happening the exact same way the la- the other exhibition did because in the first match of the last one, I lost by 10 points, and I lost by 10 points again in the first one this time. So oh. that sucked. <laughs> I think it was... Brutal. I think I had uh, 1866, and they had 1876, so... It was, uh, Ouch. man, who, who was it that caught me up? I, I ended up getting lashed by some, I tried to take Nest in with some random rebels against a Palpatine team. No, it was a random Jedi team with Bastila lead with Nest in it against a Palpatine team that had... Nihilus in it. It was a weird team. I don't know what they were thinking, but hmm. anyways, the Nihilus got enough time to annihilate three times, and so it did not go well. So that's tough. That caught me up, and that pretty much made me lose. So that sucked. Bummer. But other than that, that's that's Grand Arena for you. But the, I finally finished my droids. I got I got B one and Droid. Well, I had Droid a seven star last time we had the podcast, but I finished B one. Got him to gear 12. I actually gear 13 Grievous. And so every Separatist droid I have is gear 12 and about to be plus three. So gear 12 plus three. That sounds like a lot of stars. Oh, man. It's, uh, It's been fun. This team is really fun. And... Pretty much the Separatist March goes on. I just gear 12 Poggle, which I never thought I'd say today. Yeah, I did that for Padme. <laughs> I, I got a G12 Poggle for Padme. You're like, hey, oh. <laughs> didn't see that coming. Surprise. <laughs> and guess, guess I, I think in my next gear 12, the one I'm going to work on next, because I'm going straight Separatist right now until I get them all to gear 12. The next one is another one that I never thought I'd get to gear 12. And I have Newt at gear 11, so I want to get him to gear 12. <laughs> but you know, I did not expect that to ever happen. So we're going there. Yeah. So yeah, that's what's going on. A lot of separatists, and that's pretty much. How's been your it. Uh, How's your brood alpha farm going? Uh, it slowed down a lot because I kind of realized that uh, unless my geos have any gear to them, which right now geo spy is gear eight. Sunfock is gear one and soldiers gear 11 and gotcha. Poggle's now gear 12. I figured it didn't matter if I got him to gear to seven star quicker than later, because I'm still going to be gearing those people up. And whether that he's seven star or not, I'm not going to beat anything with a gear one Sunfox. So That's totally I slowed down fair. that farm. So I'm at, I'm at 45 out of 65. And once I, once their gear starts going up a little more, I'll start pouring more into that. But for now, nice. they're one refresh a day, and that's all I'm doing. I ended up buying the Brood Alpha pack, and I think I am 22 shards away from a gear or a six-star Brood Alpha. So I should get to use him in this first phase of the territory battle. That's my goal, at least. Me too. I'm exactly 22 shards away. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Twinsies. Uh, Wings. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. 
I think that's pretty much it. Like, I don't, I can't think of anything else. I mean, I, I did finish off, uh, um, Anakin's ship. Nice. So, like, the only thing I'm... I have left to farm from fleet battles is Sith Fighter, which is at 22 out of 100. And then it's like, I don't know what to do with that energy. Is that gear? I just, I just farm. I just farm gear. I've been farming gear for so long with ship synergy. It's not even funny. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. that's gonna be me very soon. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I finished. And like, um, my favorites are two characters right now: Genosian uh, Brute Alpha and Vandor Chewbacca. Vandor Chewbacca is eighty-two oh, out of eighty-five. Man. Oh, yeah. But other than that, I'm like, all I got to do is add another separatist in there, and that's all I'm farming right now. So, nice, pretty weird. So it's, it's a weird time I, I, in the game so right funny. now. I, I put, I got to tell you, so you know, I got to the point where all those characters were seven star, and I put gear or mod people I'm working on their gear, or I've already selected the right mod and I'm slicing it up in my favorites. So, I mean, obviously, right, I still have Shakti when she becomes farmable. Yep. Mm-hmm. I still have Brood Alpha because I, he is my active rarity farm. But I, I will tell you that I still have um, characters that I'm either working on their mods, they're the next, or they're the next one to go to G, G13, or um, I'm working on their gear. Those, that's what I end up using as favorite. And I have 14 characters in my favorite. That's a lot. So... The the only reason I'm at well, two now is because, like my you, oh, see that makes sense too. Especially if you don't have one to go, you got to <laughs> before you throw it on someone you didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, like a Hera, or you know, the <laughs> um, Poggle. I finished him about two hours before the podcast. He was my active farm, and that's why I took him off the. Uh, off the favorite list, and I was having an I was having a uh, conversation in guild chat about who the next one was going to be, and that's why I haven't put another one in there. I want to do Newt, but everyone keeps telling me to do Sunfock, and I feel like farming or gearing the hardest one instead instead of finishing the easier ones and then going to the hardest one is doing is backwards for me. I don't know, so I'm trying to decide whether I want to finish off Newt from gear eleven or start at gear one on Sunfock right now. So I don't know. One yeah, of those two will be tough. in my favorite soon. But no. Tough decision. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So how about you, um, Grande? What do so you So Grande. I um so I just finished um you know G thirteen uh four out of five in my arena team and I did it without buying that hundred dollar pack. Nice. And then uh, what's your arena and then team? I, so my arena team is uh, Sith Empire, okay. but I run uh, Sith Trooper and uh, Grandmaster Yoda on that team. Gotcha. That's the, that's the team I run all the time because I have enough speed to put speed on Grandmaster Yoda, and that's it. <laughs> Everyone else is going to go significantly slower. <laughs> but, uh, so that, 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 gives me a, <clears throat> that gives me a fighting chance, right? And then um, I actually did uh, Chewbacca and OG Han for my other two Ooh, G13s. Good choice. And the thought there was is that um, I use them a lot as a uh, mallet counter. They're probably my they're probably one of my best mallet counters besides the Padme team. They're amazing. And so I thought, and so I thought, you know, if I can. 
if I can get Chewbacca and OG Han, uh, you, you know, you know, let, I mean, let's do the first two things, right? Let's do our Malik team, and, and then let's do the teams that we use to beat the other people's Malik's. <laughs> 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 and, and and then after that we'll go from there. Uh, the other thing too is you know I mean I use the Millennium Falcon every day in food, yep. right. So my thought was let's let's use characters that we use every day. And since I use Great them thinking. every day and they're cl- and they're clutch on offense, let's let's use them every day and when they're clutch on offense. And so. something else I like about that is them getting the extra protection when Chewie attacks. You know he does the protection recovery. It's going to make it quite a yeah. bit easier to finish full health and protection. Have you noticed yourself holding better in Fleet Arena with them at Gear Thirteen? Oh yeah, I've noticed them. I mean, I probably have the highest powered Fleet in in Fleet as it is. Um, I mean, there are times, uh, you know, when my entire squad seems like it. But I mean, you know, I've got that team totally decked out. Uh, I what I have noticed is I very rarely lose. Um, as people, as people got tankier and tankier, there were some times whenever you would get like an RNG dodge or something, whenever you brought in Cassian. Well, now if I get an RNG dodge, the other two characters that get called in still take out the other person's Millennium Falcon. So I never have this instance where it's like just a sliver of the Millennium Falcon left for the other guys. And then it gets to, and their Millennium Falcon gets to recover all of its health and protection back, and I'm kind of back at square one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have I have noticed that it does seem to help slightly, and then of course some people are just scared by the fact that I beat them by fifty thousand galactic power yeah. on the team. They're like, oh, let's fight someone else. <laughs> I think sometimes, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's you know that's kind of my deal. I you know I'm kind of kind of working on the same things you guys are. You know, trying to rework my Padme team a little bit, trying to still work on Separatist droids um, a little bit, and then of course trying to work a little bit on Geonosians. That's really where the my main focus is at this point. And uh, what <laughs> and a time course, to be alive! <laughs> you know, you keep yeah, I know, right? The, the other thing too is what I've noticed is most of the teams that I have ready that can go to G13 or like the current meta and like one meta back or like two metas back. Right. So, so yeah. it's like, who's, who's going to go. Oh, well, I, I guess it's a CLS and, and it's my, my Revan squad that I ran forever in arena because that's what's ready. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, what I actually put is, gear 12 on. That's tier 12. Yeah, plus and, you know, you know, we can have conversations about how awesome would it be if we, if you, if you do, um, uh, you know, Candorous Ordo or something, right? <laughs> well, see, <laughs> me and Wink were talking about like, this. Man, I didn't, I don't, I didn't have him. I didn't put three, I didn't put five pieces on that guy. Yeah, that's the know? problem. I, I wanted my first gear 13 to be Wampa. The problem became Wampa has no gear 12 plus pieces on him and Grievous had all of his because of the health. So I'm like, I could wait or I can just do this now. And I'm like, I'm doing it now. So smart decision. Grievous it was. Yeah. So how yeah, I mean I'm totally with you on that. I mean, you know, we can have we can, you know, all all of the content creators, you know, RSG, for those of you guys who don't know that are watching, uh Ranger J nineteen ninety nine, myself, Infinity, uh, and uh McVenom and Sir Loki kind of run reality skewed gamers. Ranger does the majority of the videos on that. On YouTube. And uh subscribe. You know, we, on YouTube. 
Yeah, and we could, and you know, we could make a, you know, we could all make videos about who are the best characters to take. The problem is, they're not the characters you put your GG125 on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you know, you don't, you don't have the, you know, we. I have a buddy of mine um, who just did it. He put the he put the finisher piece on Grievous, and he still doesn't have the other two G twelve five pieces on Grievous. Well, that's why I and haven't so put it on him. I don't I don't have those two geared or Mark twelve furnaces. Well, just... he takes four freaking med packs, dude. He, he he's a he is a med pack whore. Like well, getting him even, to twelve point well, five forever. Mm-hmm. And even if you get the med packs, there's some other pieces that you can only either get from a sith raid drop mm-hmm. or yeah. you can get or you can get half of it in the whale shop so yeah. it's like, okay that's four weeks until I get it's gonna else. be a while yeah. it's yeah. gonna be a while there you go it, it's, no, it's very you, tough uh, how much are you guys focusing on your uh geonosis territory battle teams because Daka, that was the primary reason that I took her to Gear 13. Are there any specific characters that, I guess we're going to talk about Gear 13 in a bit, but is there anyone that you guys are seriously considering specifically for Territory Battle? Um, I already did mine. I I gotta tell you, Night night Sisters are going to be clutch, 100%. I mean, that's you know, that's kind of one of my thoughts, especially DACA, especially somebody like Asajj yep. Ventress. I mean, there's a lot of characters in here that that are that are dual purpose, right? I mean, most people put a Night Sister team, they use Night Sister teams in raids, mm-hmm. they use Night Sister teams in GA, they use Night Sister teams in TW. Well, that's three game modes. That's you know, that you know, we you know, I would call that you know, a three tool character at that yep. point, you know, if you're going to, if you're looking at a character and you're counting the number of things that you use them for and you're going, okay, well, I use them here. I use them here. I use them here. I use them here. And then they go. I mean, that's, um, that's, that's just, uh, that's just what I think anyway. Right. So you want to, you want to look at that and try to get the most bang for your buck out of whatever you're taking. Now I will tell you, Again, I came, I came to the same kind of conclusion where I have um, where, I, where I have the uh, you know I don't have all of the G125 on old Doctor. I don't have all the G125 yeah. on Asajj Ventress. And so you're looking at that going, <clears throat> that's great. I can farm for that other piece and then I'm still stuck behind the first piece that I was stuck yeah. on. And, so I gotta I, I gotta go back for that other. And one. like you said with the Night Sisters, they're a team that most people seem to have to go a little. You have to go more powerful than you feel like you should just to take them out in Grand Arena, because Agreed. if something goes wrong, you're done. I mean, like you can take your troopers in, which is what I use, and I have my troopers set perfect. But if something goes wrong, and it can, it does not end well. You don't have a chance. And the, totally agree with you. Uh, that's a you know, especially if, if someone's put a lot of thought into that team um, and how the AI is going to use them, if they've got like that old DACA Zeta where, you know, they she gets the keep, you, you know, and so she's getting a bunch and they got her set up super speedy and they go for like a super offense instead of a super potency yeah. um, mother. There's some time. I mean, you can get mother housing really rolling, hitting hard if you put offense on her. 
instead of potency. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you got to look at all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait, I'm going to get AOE too. And, and it's all potency and offense. Now, what do I do? Right. Yeah. And like Mother Towson, mm-hmm. I used to do that with her in the raid, load her up with offense. And she, she would do more damage in phase four in my team than Asajj would. I mean, she was my primary damage dealer because of the way I had her modded. And it's that that's a lot of fun. But you mentioned old Daka Zeta. Should I do it? I, I'm already I'm already this far in. I've gone to gear 13. She has an ungodly amount of health. I, I'm kind of on the fence about that Zeta. I'm thinking about doing it. I, I, I mean, you took it. To, you took her to gear 13. Why would you not get her? That's, that's fair. That's because she's got to have. A, what's her health at now? She is at ninety six thousand six hundred and sixty two health. And the Zeta is worded how again? Uh, each time that a Night Sister revives while Old Daka is active, she gains ten percent max health stacking. Yeah, 10% of her 95,000. 9,700 health, basically, every time a Night Sister revives. So every time time you kill a zombie, she's getting healthier. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, that Zeta right there saves me in P3 of the heroic AA. I mean, of the heroic Sith. Yeah, because, I mean, she can basically take a full blast. You know, once you've... You know what I'm doing. You know, once you've had, had everybody die... You know, you she she can she take a full blast and the, and she just laughs. <laughs>, laughs. All right, here we go. I'm doing it. Okay, do it live on the air. Doc is all right. Welcome to the club. Showing you guys my phone. Just all right. It's done. Um, she's Zeta. There you go. Um, I I think Woo-hoo. she's gonna be key to phase four of the Geonosis territory battle. With Absolutely. with this much health. Even an AOE that wipes out several Night Sisters, and two of them are going to revive automatically. Zombie's going to come back automatically. She's going to maybe get 30% uh, additional max health. So you're talking about Mm -hmm. having to do 130,000 damage to kill her, and that's only going to keep stacking? Um, Yes. I mean, I I think she's going to be a juggernaut. Do you run your zombie fast? Yeah. Um, you also notice moderately. Because if you get her fast thing, enough that the taunt's always up, she'll die more often. Yeah, should be I should more probably do that. That's true. Yeah, you could start. You, you know that we there's so many ways to run that, right? Mm-hmm. You could run that like with a um, with like a weaker zombie, so she's dying all the time. Yep. You, you know, in that team, there's so many different ways to run that. But um, anyway, good good character, good character, good choice. You're done. All right. Well, glad to hear. All right. Let's go ahead and jump to this. Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. Poll time. This two weeks, actually. (laughs) Oh, this poll's been around for two weeks now. So some of you that took it last week, the information was a little more fresh on your mind. For those of you that took it this week, it might have been a little confusing thinking about these special missions and what they actually were and what phases. But uh, bear with us. We'll try to f- remember ourselves as we go here. Um, 
First question we had was, wow, that was pure Texas there. My bad. <laughs> uh, let's start at Hayad. Sometimes it comes out, and I haven't lived there for like 30 years, so I don't know <laughs> what's going on there. Uh, let's start at the end. How many stars did your guild get? Before I go into what the actual answers were, how many did you get, Grande? How much do you guys do? So we got, we got 28, and we're on pace to do 29 or potentially even 30 Damn. Uh, on this next one. Damn. And So That's in that case, you missed three, four, five. Five stars. So where were the missed stars at? So we dropped a star on the third phase. Mm-hmm. We dropped the middle star mm-hmm. by just a smidge, 10 million GP, something like that, right? And so we're figuring more people have their droids done, and then more people can enter that combat mission. More more people will have just overall GP, and they'll perform better in phase three. So we'll get the um, we'll get the last star there, I think. And then um, and then on day four, our phase four, we lost one in the top, and two in the middle, and one on the bottom. Um, so we lost one ship. We lost one ship star, which I think if we figure out how to beat, how to go up against a negotiator, we can gain that star back. Mm-hmm. And then I think pretty much everybody got their butt kicked and missed two and one on day four. Those missions um, were brutal. Of day four, so day day four is really the um, that's going to be the like the the sticking point where I'm like, man, there's, there's no more tricks after that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What did we get? We We got, we ended up getting 25 stars, but we were, was it 25 or was it 26? I can't remember. I thought it was 25. Um, shows how much we remember. Why hell? I think we were going to make me go back and look. I screenshot it. All right, go look. I, I'm curious. But they, that brings me to another point beyond star numbers here for a second. Can we please get a review phase for one of the only modes that doesn't have a review phase still? For the love of God. They're like, I hope you checked so right before it ended because all that information is gone. Hate yeah, that. there's no more like after action review. No. It's like, well, how do you know I didn't do my stuff at the very end? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Like, did it's, we it's go so back annoying. to look? Did we? How close were we to that last star in the, the last phase? Nope, nobody knows. Unless well, they took a screenshot did, with the minute left. We, we I did screenshot phase <laughs> three. We missed a star in phase in the you know in the third phase by looks like seventeen million. So we're not too far off there. Um, we dropped a star we shouldn't have dropped. Uh, next time, I'm certain we will get an additional star. So we'll be at least 26. And we, I, I think we might be able to hit 27. Kind of depends on how things go. But um, I'm sure we'll be a lot more prepared this time. And hopefully beat some of those uh, missions in the beginning to get some extra currency. Because that currency is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it, all right, so it really the boils down to 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 entering meeting those entrance requirements. That's some of those the problem. Are just really screwing brutal. Me. So the breakdown uh, in the poll 
there were 143 responses. Almost 29% of people got between 16 and 20 stars. The next largest pie was 24 to 26 stars at 22%. And then after that was 15% had 11 to 15 stars. And the 27 to 29 star was only 14%. And then everything else was a little bit smaller than that. Do you guys find that the, the information that they relayed from the beta testers actually kind of line? It actually seemed like it lined up as far as stars go and what to expect before you went in there. Much better than I thought it would. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was a little bit doom and gloom on it. I was like, guys, I'm not so sure they got their numbers right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we need. To, I and I'm telling. I was telling our guys. I was like. You know, when we first went into that thing, I think I said, guys, if we get 11, I'll be happy. I was like, <laughs> 11 stars. Yeah. I was like, you know, and they're like, and they're like, wait a minute, we're like, we're like 230 something mil. And I'm like, we get 11 stars, I'll be happy. Yeah. Just everybody go in there, do your best. You might get your butt kicked, do your best. And of course, I at the end like- of day one, they're like, oh, hey, we got like six stars today. We're halfway to what Grande said. It's going to be just fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. We were kind of the same way. We were surprised with the number of stars we were getting. And, uh, you know, it is, it's pretty difficult, but I feel like we did overperform a little bit from what I was kind of expecting. Um, I expect that we're going to see the exact opposite of what we originally saw with the hot territory battles, in which we had the light side that was, you know, wasn't brutal, but, you know, it was tough. And then the dark side hit, and you're like, how in the hell are we supposed to do anything? Because it was. It was ridiculously tough when it first came out. Um, Think about how many more light side characters and teams there are. Yes. And that was part of the problem. There weren't a whole lot of dark side characters. Yeah. So. That that makes me curious as far as tuning for the light side one. And I kind of wonder if that's why they decide to go with the dark side first is because of, you know, when you think about like CLS, Padme, Jedi Knight Revenue. there are a lot of teams that are ungodly good at long battles at sustaining health and protection. And so they're going to have to find a way to hack down how good those teams are to make it considerably more difficult. Platoons is definitely one way they're going to do that, but I'm sure that's not going to be the only way. So we'll see. You know, before the GOTB started about two weeks before it. Frostfirus, the guy who makes the poll for us, but tried to bet me. He's like, over under 15 stars, you pick which one you want, and whoever wins gets to pick who the other person gear 13s first. And I'm like, <laughs> there is no way I'm making that bet. <laughs> and now I'm thinking about it because yep. we were talking about thinking we'd probably get 20 to 22 stars, and then we got 25. So it's like, Man, that was that was an easy bet. I was just too scared to make. But I don't think yeah, I would I, even knowing I still don't think I would have ever done it because gear thirteen, because yeah. any him picking any Expensive. character to gear thirteen, no thanks. Yeah. So. Gear thirteen, uh Bodhi Rook, please. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I can beat the, that now I can beat that final Rogue One mission in the territory battle we don't do anymore. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Save it for the light side geo. Um, so uh, there were a lot of questions here on the poll. Um, 
I kind of want to skip to the special mission ones. Um, I assume that you guys can see it on the screen. I think these special mission questions were kind of interesting. Um, were you about to say something, GMP? Nope. Is it on the screen? It is now. Okay. Alright, so the phase one special mission, really interesting. 62% of people were not even able to attempt it. Uh, the other, yeah. the other 38% were able to, but only 30, okay, 32% failed and, um, only 6%, um, that was actually rounded down a little bit. Uh, 6% were able to beat it. That is crazy. And for those that are forgetting, uh, the phase one special mission was, the Newt, Newt Gunray lead with uh, yes. Separatist droids. Correct. So. And I think it required them all be six star, 16,500. Um, my B1 will be I, six star tomorrow, so. I didn't complete it. <laughs> I you attempted it, though? It. Oh, was yeah, it, I was able to attempt everything. Was it pretty so tough? The, uh, or? It was very tough. Again, it was the final phase, and, you know, it, Seems like you need to put in um, IG one hundred, and and probably take out Grievous. And I think that there's some there's some modding in there that needs to be done. Um, you know, we kind of started looking at it, and and if you do put in, you know, there's some remodding, there's some tooling for to be able to use droids, especially not particularly in this one, but in the next one where you can pick Grievous lead. Where you need to make uh, Droidica have higher health and protection than B two, and the reason why is because when you when you look at Grievous's stats, Grievous puts marked on the highest health and protection droid, and so it's possible that you can end up with damage immunity on Droidica and the mark on Droidica. Oh yeah, and so you have to do some kind of finagling with your mods and not make B2 as tanky as you think you should in order to kind of, I don't know how to, you're kind of short-circuiting the system a little bit mm -hmm. by having marked and damage immunity. So there, there are some, there are some, some tricks, but, um, but no, the one where you have to run newt lead is tough. Now I only have a G11 newt and my other droids, while they are seven star, they're only, uh, the only one that's, um, that's G12 is uh, is B2 and IG100. I'm still I still got to get those other ones to G12. So it's uh, it's definitely tough when when you're trying to take in G11s. Yeah, interesting. Um, all right. So the phase two special mission, uh, there was sixty percent who were not able to attempt. Thirty six percent who was able to make an attempt but lost, and then an even smaller percentage, 3.5%, said yes, they were able to complete it. And that now, was the phase two geos, was, right? That's the, that's the geos with the alpha brood lead where you go in against the Ackway. Oof. I thought that that's, was phase three. I'm pretty sure that's the special mission. Is it? Or... 
for phase two. And how you can tell this is because uh, when you look at your little, at the little diagram at the top, right? You see how it's got the little arena right there? That big like arena thing, and that's on day two. Yep. Day two, day two is the act way. Sure, chat will correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Chat, am I wrong or am I right? Day two is the act way. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, they're saying they, they're saying phase three, phase phase three is the special mission where you get Watt Tambor shards. Mm-hmm. Day three is for day three is for Watt Tambor. Okay. What? Oh, okay. Yep, that right. That's right. That makes sense. Because uh, yeah, I was able to attempt the accolade mission. Um, yeah, I, I remember doing that. It did not go well either. Very bad. You were able to attempt it without Brood Alpha. Yes, he's not a requirement. He's not a requirement. You can, you oh, okay. can go in without Brood Alpha. You can go in without Brood Alpha, so you end up. So the Force Brood Alpha lead is what well, is the Phase Three and, special mission, and four and four Geos, and effectively everyone that put in four Geos with Paga lead. Typically, what happens is the Acklay AOE killed everyone, but Sunfact. Sunfact got to take one turn, and then Sunfact died. That was like <laughs> <laughs> that is that's what it, that's what I remember hearing it, about that mission is like, yeah. hey, I finally got a turn, and then they then I got killed. Yeah, it's so funny to think um, how annoying and obnoxiously hard this is right now. And then how trivial it'll be in like four months. And we'll think back yeah, yeah. and wonder. Four, four or six months from now, we'll laugh about yeah. it. We'll be like, yeah. how did we not figure that out? Or, you know, we just realized that it wasn't meant to be done as a level 85 we gear doing. 12. It was meant as a level 90 gear 13. Well, or a or a gear 13 with 60 mods, right? It's yeah. 60 yeah. mods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Oh crap! What was I gonna say? Oh, have you guys fought a Brute Alpha lead in Grand Arena yet, or Territory War? I have in Territory Wars. Yeah, pretty impressive. It's um, it's it's, very, it's good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Either. Yeah, I was I was shocked. I went in with a short team. I went in with CLS Han and Chewy against one. Um, it was all Gear Twelve except for Brute Alpha, who's Gear Eleven with. Uh, his unique Zeta. And mm-hmm. I thought I was going to get smoked there for a while, but fortunately they do only do 50% damage whenever they do their mass attack all the time. And, th- mm-hmm. but God bless that freaking heal, the constant uh, health equalization and protection equalization is mm-hmm. just a pain in the ass. It's <laughs> horrible. I've not fought it, but. Just when we talked Agreed. about the kit, I, I I knew that that was going to be obnoxious. It's far Especially more annoying than I AOE. ever expected. <laughs> it's it's <Ugh>. annoying as hell. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Um, Agreed. All right. So back to the uh, the poll, the phase three special mm-hmm. mission. Seventy three percent were not even able to attempt it. Of the remaining 27%, uh, 22 failed it, and 5% were able to beat it. So that is 5% of the people that did this poll were able to get a Watt Tambor Shard for their guild. Um, 
you know, this is where you needed seven star and this is where you needed um, all the, all the droids. I went in again, this is where I think we need to look at the remodding, right? That the challenge here is, is that it's incredibly difficult if you have B2 at G12 and droid and uh, droid deca at gear 11 very hard to get it where droid deca has more health and protection right than than your b2 so um it's hard to do that little trick that i was talking about where i'm gonna check mine now um and 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 again this is the grievous this is the this is the grievous one right where he puts the where he puts the marked so it says at the start of the character's turn if Grievous is below 100% health, he dispels all debuffs on himself and inflicts marked on the other healthiest droid ally until the end of the turn. So you have to look at this and you have to say, okay, how do I get how do I get this so that I can make droidica? So for example, you know, my droidica's health is sitting around four. 35k right and then my b2's health at g12 is sitting at around 35k but i but in order to do that i had to put all health mods (laughs) i had to put a bunch of health mods and and sacrifice um sacrifice some offense and then i had to go back over to b1 and sacrifice some protection and some health and put offense on and, 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 and like potency on instead of, instead of health and protection on B2. Yep. So it was a little bit funky modding. It's, I can get it to work now. I couldn't get it to work the day I tried the thing, right? And there was like 10 of us in a chat trying to figure it out. And somebody was like, what if we remodded? We kind of like put Mark on a character with damage immunity. And I was like, oh, that would be super nice, yeah. man. <laughs> that would be super nice if we could do that. And we're like, we're like, okay, but it's not going to be optimal modding to do that. Is everyone okay with that? And I'm like, you know, if I if if the other team takes five turns and and they don't do any damage, yeah, that's worth totally it. Worth. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, that's totally worth it. If, if I survive to the next round, yeah, that's worth absolutely. It. It's um. And like you said, that's hard to do. One thing that helps is, you know, if you'll put like a, a five, five dot health primary on, say, B2, and then go with protection primaries on Droideka, you know, because that offers so much more, that is a great way to kind of help help do that. Um, I'm not even relatively Flip close. Flip the script. Uh, there's no way I'll be able to do that anytime soon, but... Um, I love the strategy, and I will. I think it's just swapping, right? It's just yeah, it's it's definitely like a it's a totally weird strategy, right? Because now you're modding based on the leader's unique. It's like what I mean, you you know, rather than modding, just looking at the character and what it should do. That's good theory crafting, though. So as far as as far as phase three goes, getting into that. Geo Brood led Geo's team. Didn't seem like a lot of people were able to do that one. Yeah. So, um, I know for our guild, I may, I, Geo's has been one of the main 
priorities that we've put out because A, you use them in every phase, plus you use their ships, and then also you can get those Watt Tambor shards from them. So really hoping within, you know, the next month we're able to see some people actually getting in there and beating that. But we'll see. So the ship's nodes, right, where you where people were having trouble, we, we kind of went through this a little bit and we said, okay, we started looking at ships and we're like, okay, what is this thing doing? Well, this thing, the first thing it's doing is it's dazing everybody, which superly sucks. So let's make sure that, so we started looking at, okay, well, how can we cleanse days, right? What can we do? Who has an AOE cleanse that's a dark side ship? And then we said, we said, or who has a taunt that can't be dispelled? So at least while everyone's dazed, they're over there banging on somebody. So we were like, all right, it's houndstooth. We have to donate so many houndstooths. And so what we found was it's Gauntlet Starfighter. You ever notice whenever a character does a wiggle in this game, whatever the whichever character does a wiggle, for whatever reason, the wiggle is the most powerful move possible, right? <laughs> it, they don't actually, you know, BB, BB-8 does a wiggle. It's a powerful move, right? You know, Bas- you know Fallen Bastila does a wiggle. It's a powerful move. Um, so Gauntlet Starfighter does a wiggle. And if you read what, what it does on its wiggle, it dispels all debuffs on allies and grants them protection up 30% for two turns, doubled for Empire. So what that means is, is that if you bring, if you have a Gauntlet Starfighter that is well leveled, which I have a G12 freaking Gar Saxton and a G11 um, Imperial Super Commando. Yeah, well, but <laughs> not but, now. <laughs> su- surprise! It's not a waste now, right? Because now, when I get the when I when I get a, when I get old uh, old GK and the negotiator, and he does his AOE days, I can just shake it right off, like Taylor Swift. So when I yeah, I can shake it off, right? Dude, Millennium Falcon. That's right. The Millennium Falcon does a wiggle, and it's the most powerful move in the game. Yeah. I'm telling you. Characters that wiggle, I'm telling you. Characters that wiggle, it, for whatever reason, the wiggle is the most powerful move in the game, right? I mean, look, I mean, you know, when when wiggle, your spouse baby, does wiggle. a wiggle, it's pretty powerful. When your spouse <laughs> does a wiggle, it's pretty powerful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and that, that can be happy or mad. You never know which one <laughs> you're getting. Right. You don't know which kind of wiggle you're getting at that point. Winkle, no, no seriously. Seriously, though, um, you know, so so what we said was, is, you know, if you're giving up Houndstooth, don't give up Houndstooth and a good Gauntlet Starfighter. And guys that have a good Gauntlet Starfighter, consider giving up Houndstooth. And then people with really, really cruddy Gauntlet Starfighters, go ahead and give that sucker up. But uh, that was how some of our guys were successful was with. The very obscure, most people don't even care about it, not with Starfighter. I, I totally agree. It's a very underrated ship. It's an amazing reinforcement. Um, it's It does buff immunity. I mean, it, I mean, it does ability block. So, I mean, something uh, else I mean, that I found that was amazing was Kylo Ren's shuttle and Houndstooth. You can basically make Houndstooth taunt 100% of the time. Because Kyle's Ren shuttle can fill up turn meter. Pull off the uh, turn meter. Yes, it is. Yeah. Like 
yeah, you can take his turn meter to keep him taunting longer, then you can give him turn meter whenever he loses his taunt. You can go a long-ass times with, you know, just manipulating that turn meter with those, and it is absolutely awesome. I highly suggest you guys try that if you have a good shuttle. Everybody's typing in the chat the different wiggles, which are yes. super OP moves. Yes. <laughs> All the wiggles. What are you? All the wiggles. Now I have Juicy Wiggle by LMFAO in my head. <laughs> Thank God I don't know it because it sounds annoying. Oh, go um, find it. It is annoying. <laughs> all right. So one of the thing, kind of the final thing from this poll that we kind of want to discuss is the platoons. The platoons were really interesting. Uh, we basically had four answers as far as here are the four answers that you could have answered on the poll. Our plan was to fill them as much as possible. Our plan was to fill them to our best ability. I don't know what our plan was, or our plan was to assign only tunes that we did not need for combat missions. And 56% of people said their plan was to fill them as much as possible. That was basically our goal as well. 32% uh, said their plan was to fill them to the best of their abilities. Now that leads into the next question, which I think is really interesting and a good thing to discuss. Do you feel like the tunes spent on platoons were well spent? Because 60% of people said no, they weren't. What do you guys think? I think that those people that spent them don't realize what happens when you don't spend them. Because I so, happen to play a yeah. 125 million GP guilds uh, GOTB and our guilds GOTB. And the difference when you don't have those things filled with when you do is enormous. Like the amount of... like. <laughs> There is a move, if you don't disable it, does massive damage and will instantly kill two or three of your people. And, like, if, if you don't disable that, which is the phase three of the platoon, you're going to wipe when they shoot that at you. Like, if you don't use them and get that gone, then you're you're never going to be hitting the four out of four on the phases because they're going to take out a third of your team instantly. Like... They don't feel like they're well spent until you don't have them, is what I'm saying. Because playing both sides of it, it it was nasty from the 130 million GP guild side of things compared to where we were. So I, in my opinion, seeing both of them, I do think it's worth it. Uh, it definitely handicaps you, but uh, overall, I think it is worth it. Yeah. So So we had a guy... We had a guy who on day one didn't wait until platoons were filled to do all of his combat missions and his special missions. <laughs> like, he, he did like what he, you know, this guy's a, a surgeon, right? Doesn't check Discord a lot. And he just did his platoons and then he went in and did his combat missions just like he does on day one and off, <laughs> right? And, and he came back and he was like, oh, oh, that, that was bad. That's... Like, that was really bad. <laughs> that was like, but yeah. I was like, and I was like, um, I really need for you to check Discord. Make sure you turn the notifications on for this channel, so that <laughs> way you don't do that again. He's like, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't mess this up. And I was like, you're gonna be fine. And then I was like, what was it like? And he was like, well, that B two thing he didn't summon, and um, <laughs> I was like, okay. And he was like, and I pretty much got liked in the first turn every time. And I was like, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, it looked <laughs> so, nasty. So yeah, it was bad. He said it was really bad. 
Um, that brings me. Well, Wink, go ahead and tell your opinion, and then I got another question based on platoons for you. Um, so I think the reason people are down on it is because primarily that hailfire ability. Uh, there are a lot of issues mm-hmm. with people having debuffs not landing. The tenacity is ridiculous in this sure. territory battle. And I think that's the main thing that people were kind of concerned about. But I totally agree. Yeah. The You need to do the platoons. They are absolutely important. That B2 is unbelievable. You He is an absolute requirement. Um, okay. Do you, do you know, too, I think it matters who summons him, by the way? This is what I was about to ask, because... To me, that guy, he must be doing some things behind the scenes because other, his damage is, is just, so why does he exist? I it, so, so I think it matters who summons him. I really do. It, it, I really think it matters which character summons that thing. This, okay, so I can see that. it's interesting you bring that up because Brute Alpha, he was the first character they brought into the game that has summons, and his scat still right. to his... Summoner, or who he mm-hmm. summons. Well, and the only one that summons, yeah, Brute Alpha, when he summons the Brute, right? Those stats on the Brute are based on the Alpha Brute. Brute, Brute, Brute. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like messing it up. Yeah. Alpha Brute, Alpha Brute is, is, Alpha Brute is based on Alpha Brute. There we go. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and this, and, and this thing, um, um in the um we've had this before when an ability is done by a certain character it deals more damage like for example in the hoth Mm -hmm. in the hoth ability we have the same thing is true with the can't with that cannon with that cannon that blows off on phase four it depends on who who uses it so you need to make sure you have an attacker use it i think you need to have an incredibly highly tanky character call in the um, the B two call in that B, the B two like don't have B one call in B two, you know what I mean? Like that's not a great choice, right? It needs to be yeah. something like like Grievous calls it in, right? Or like Vader calls it in, or like Malik calls it in, right? Something where it's you know where it's a character that's like tanky and does some damage. Uh, otherwise, I I think this is all a theory here, guys. But right now, as we're going through it, that's that's the theory I'm going off of. I'm, I'm going to have to play around you. with that idea. Because we'll run some going, tests and see how he, he does just seemed. He seems really limp sometimes, yeah, right? He like, seemed like he did, depending on who pulled totally him out, limp. I guess. I don't remember who I was using to, to summon him. So I don't really know what it was. But when he'd do his AOE for 4K against, you know, guys with tenacity over yeah, 100 yeah, it seemed like it's like well okay this is pointless the only re- but it did seem like there was some kind of effects that he also did um behind the scenes on some of those abilities like i haven't i need to go back and look at agree. him because it seemed like agree. there was he would keep them from regaining health somehow <laughs> or just weird i'm, sh- I don't I'm know. not saying it's a comparison it's conspiracy i'm just saying there's part of the man i should i should rephrase that because uh dj cool j or uh dl cool j is is um giving me crud about my conspiracies i think there's something (laughs) here we didn't fully understand Mm -hmm. right and that's what that's the basic gist of what i'm saying yeah 
right. I, I think we're in agreement right. on this. It, it makes sense based on everything they've ever done. It makes sense based on the new mechanic that they brought out with Brute Alpha. None of this would surprise me at all. Maybe Goodnight Punk and I can, like in Phase 1, we can summon him with different characters. Like maybe use the same team, just summon him with a different character and see what kind of results we get there and compare. Perfect. That would be fun. Um, and just kind of see how that goes. Um, see, so, okay, here it is. Barrage. B2's ability that starts on cooldown, the one when you finally get it and you hit it, you're expected to do a bunch of damage and you're like, all right, this is good. Uh, I finally got this ability to unlock and then it hits for 4k and you're like, now I have to wait five turns to hit for 4k again? Like, this is what I think's happening. And I don't know if it's a visual bug or what, but a lot of the times after he would do that barrage ability, it seemed like no one was getting healed, but they didn't have any, like literally nothing happened to him. There were no buffs applied, no debuffs applied, but they weren't healing themselves on their turns despite all the debuffs on them or all the dots that were on them. And that barrage ability inflicts healing immunity for two turns. And uh, yeah, it inflicts healing immunity, but I don't remember ever seeing heal immunity hit on those characters, but that was the only thing I liked about B2 is it seemed like he was keeping them from healing, but I never saw a debuff land. Do you guys remember seeing debuffs land from this guy? No, I, I, I very rarely. I, I think I saw it a couple of times with the Night Sister team. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I, again, yeah. Um, this again, it, I think it matters which teams are on the other side, right? It matters, you, you know. So you know, some of these characters like keep it where their speeds are all kinds of like certain ones with it, like clone, like the clone commander makes all their speeds. Stay stay at one spot. Another one gives them all tenacity. I mean, the kill order on how you kill them and when you do certain abilities matters. And and of course, you know, n- nobody's experience is the same. That's the other reason why it's hard to test, right? Mm-hmm. Is because you, you know the the final boss that you get at the end. You know, somebody gets Mace Windu. Somebody else gets Shakti. Somebody else gets like Kit Fisto yeah. and Eth Koth. With with like Ayla Secura, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, and so all of a sudden you think, oh well, everybody, you know, this one is so easy. Make sure in the you know in the in the farthest to the left combat mission, everybody uses Night Sisters, and someone's like, I got wiped, and I'm like, you have the best Night Sisters. How did you get wiped? Well, because he got Shakti in that one or whatever, Cause, right? Because Padawan Anakin was there and he one shot me with an AOE. What do you mean? I didn't yeah. see Paddle on Anakin. Yeah, or or they come in and they got like four arc troopers, right? I mean, there was. A, I mean, that arc trooper is no joke, right? Oh, <laughs> no, Pons, man. I'm telling you, Pons I take him is out. The worst character Pons, to fight against. Pons is dangerous. Arc trooper is dangerous. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, you know, the medic is kind of, you know, it's like you always. I'm not saying the medic is your first kill thing. But the, but you always got to have in the back of your gotta mind. Okay, I killed him. someone. Now, quick, let's go control the medic yep. <laughs> so, that we, so he doesn't revive the guy we just killed. <laughs> the only um, the only uh, the only reprieve there is the fact that he takes all of his own health away. So you're like, all right, kill him. Now I've, at least he won't do it again. So some of the characters have a hundred percent counter chance when they have protection, and then have a hundred percent offense when they don't have protection. 
(laughs) Pick your poison. Well, and well, and then they expose everybody's talking about the Fish Lee guy, Mm -hmm. which is a different character than what we saw in the Padme event. But that guy had a hundred percent counter chance when he has protection and exposes on basic. And then whenever he doesn't have protection, he no longer counters, but he now has a hundred percent offense. I mean, you really got to go in here and read the and read the kits on these characters. They're way, they're way, it's way, way, way different than what we and and how they interact with each other. I'm glad this event's not on a timer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's no freaking kidding. Yeah. Dude, can you imagine like so they made a mistake and it was 36 hours of phase on the first one. I don't know when or if that will get fixed, even though it's not supposed to be 36 hours. But I am not. Can I just tell you? I kind of like it. So do I, man. I can. I do not want it to go back to 24 hours. I, I, I can deal with 36. You remember back in the day when original oh, territory battles they were the supposed chat. to be 12 in the hours. Chat, they were supposed to be 12 hours, and then they accidentally made them 24, and then it just stayed 24 forever? Well, they made it 24 to give us a chance to get used to it, and then they were going to scale it back. Correct. And people were pissed about it, um, which is going to be the same thing mm-hmm. that happens here. They're going to try to scale it back from 36, and we're going to be like, no, 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 no. Uh, we like that 36-hour uh, phase. Very nice. I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, it was a real breath of fresh air to have the 36 hours. It was. Mm-hmm. Because then it gave you it gave you 12 hours. I mean, it kind of broke it up nicely. Got 12 it. hours to get everybody and to do platoons yep. from all over the world. Mm-hmm. 12 hours to do combat missions. And then 12 hours to deploy. You know, and it seemed like it broke it up into manageable chunks. Yep. So, I liked it. 100%. I, I liked it. In chat... In, oh. in chat they're talking about the elite fives. Yeah, that made it where Night Sisters can't revive. I know. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> you really have to know what the characters do. You really do. Yep. It's crazy. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and just talk about the Geo TV in general. Well, I just want to throw out one thing here that someone said in the do you have any great tips or successes you would like to share with the podcast? And I completely agree with this comment. It said, just freaking enjoy it. Finally, some in-game content we have to work for. And I completely agree. I don't think everything should be beatable the first day. I I like the challenge of it. We're sitting here talking about things that we're just remembering. We don't know off the top of our heads, you know, everything is new. It's hard and you got to work for it. So I'm all for that. Enjoy it. Eventually it'll be trivial, uh, trivial and we'll all hate it, how easy it is. And we'll wish it were still at least somewhat of a challenge, you know? So enjoy this mode, even though it seems impossible right now. I don't know. I like a challenge. It's fun. Agreed. So that's kind of your overall stance on TV, right? Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. It was a challenge. You know, there's a couple of things they probably need to tweak. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, compared to the last TV they brought out, the dark side off one, this is, this is, a, this is, this is super awesome. I mean, they did a great job. It's, it's fun. It's challenging. Um, it's, it, it can be demoralizing and make you think you don't have a chance, but there are solutions. And... I think that's what we should talk about. What were there any teams that you guys 
um, found a lot of success with or teams that you feel like you could have success with in the future? Why don't I start with a team that you should never use? I like Um, it. Okay. We had no one that had success with Imperial Troopers. Ooh. Um, we had a couple, a couple guy with couple guys with G twelve troopers, and the problem was, you know, they gained protection back and they gained turn meter on death, and the character and the the the, you know, the ads you were fighting were so tanky, they never got a lot of their extra buffs that they yeah. would get upon death. So, um, you know, G twelve, you know, all maxed out. Um, you know, troopers did not seem to do very well, and um, one team that I that I think did do uh, fairly well is there are some teams that as long as you don't see Mace at the very end, uh, you, you know, a Django Fett lead with a Bosk seemed to do really well. But again, you're kind of rolling you're kind of rolling the dice. So Django Fett, Django Fett, Bosk, Wampa uh, seemed to do really well. The, the the part where you're rolling the dice is is about we're not I'm not going to see Mace Windu, and if you do, you just know it's a three of four instead of a four of four. Interesting. So why Django over Bosk lead? So it's the speed, and then it's the fact that you can definitely get the payout, which means that if, for example, Zam dies or Greedo dies, they at least get to come back one time, right? So you're getting that you're getting that revive if you didn't have the taunt up when you should have. I'm not saying it's perfect, right? But if some, you know, we were trying to kind of like saying, hey, if you're giving up Night Sisters, you're giving up every Night Sister you've got. You know, if you're giving up, you know, your triumvirate, go ahead and give all of them up, right? So, and then, but but once you've given those up, but but once you've given them up, don't don't give up more. Like, don't give up Night Sisters and triumvirate. Don't give up Night yeah. Sisters and and your Sith Empire team. If you're giving up Sith Empire, you're 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 you've, you're done. Thank you for the thank you for the platoons. Now go try the ex, go try the extra team. Um, you know if you're giving up uh, a Malik because we're on Malik Day and you give up Malik and two little ones, then um, try that team with a double tank. Um, one of the examples that we used was. Uh, what could replace Malik? Well, maybe Kylo Ren and First Order Stormtrooper. It, you know, two tanks for the price of one. And I know they don't get the bonus, but were you really going to use First Order anyway? They're Those not were great. the kind of my. The, yeah, I agree. My my First Order is pretty jacked. They're all Gear Twelve, and my crew was able to make it a long ass time, but. In the end, they just they can't kill anyone. I totally agree. I think Kylo, both the Kylos could have pretty good success in different team comps as plug-in right. fill-in characters rather right. than actually being a first-order team. Correct. Especially so if you got that the... Zeta on Kylo to where he taunts at yes. the beginning of every match because each yes. phase you go into, he's going to open with a taunt, which is absolutely huge. So those were the type of... So we tried to take some... You know, because you ended up with like more Maliks than you did like Bachelor Sean Fallens, right? It, nothing was totally mm-hmm. even. So we tried to come up with like, here's mostly what people gave up 
So here are the plugins that you can use. Yeah. For the other team. I mean, so, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking the, at the dark side characters in general, and there only really leaves a couple more teams beyond that we haven't even really talked about, and that's Empire. And then um, I'm about to go there. Yeah, Empire, Empire was an, and another who team. was the other one? Well, Empire's one, and God, who, who am I looking at here? I have no idea. Uh, let me talk about Empire either. while you look. Well, I was thinking uh, also something, but it turns out they're more light. They're all light sides besides Candra. So, I, I want to talk about Emperor Palpatine specifically because I think he is far and away the best leader for this territory mm-hmm. battle. Um, he's amazing. I gave up my Darth Revan. I think every platoon, and I had no issues really, you know, with um, the team that using the characters that would typically be with Darth Revan. I took Basil Sean Fallen. Because of her her unique ability, she gets a lot of potency. Then with Emperor Palpatine, the extra potency. You have the extra health. You have the turn meter game, which is absolutely crucial with the amount of debuffs that Basil Sean Fallen puts out. So Emperor Palpatine, Basil Sean Fallen is an amazing core if you give up Darth Revan. If you give up Darth Revan, do not give up Basil Sean Fallen. Throw her with Emperor Palpatine, you'll be fine. Um, there are a lot of different team comps you can use using those two. Um, Darth Nihilus I'll tell you is one, I had one a really that is success. amazing. Uh, what I love doing with Darth Nihilus is because of the number of characters, the fact that there's generally six enemies. It's really quick to get his Annihilate up, but I would always save it to go into the next phase, and that is super important when we go into phase four. If you can go into phase four, you have the turn meter advantage, you have Annihilate ready, and you can take out Padawan Anakin, Padme, uh, Fish Jolie, or or Shakti, whoever. That, it makes your life so much easier by doing that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, 100% agree with you there. When it, going back to that Empire team, um, I think that Tarkin is underrated in this event. Uh, one of the things I'm going to say is, yes. you, first of all, Tarkin by He's himself stacks potency. He stacks, po- he stacks mm-hmm. potency, right? He's going to get potency from a Palpatine lead. And then you, you got to remember, he puts offense down and crit chance down on the enemy. And so if you'll stack him with like 90% potency, He's going to be at like 120% potency. Then he's going to stack potency. You can get him north of like 180, 200% potency. So what happens whenever you do that is he, he, he literally landed five-way offense downs, crit chance downs, with, and then he got 100% turn meter because it was under a Palpatine lead. And then he was able to do his AOE again and remove turn meter from everyone, which is and, amazing. And then it was his, and then it was his freaking turn again. Yep. And so again, this goes back to what we were talking about before about you have to mod for the event, and it's not necessarily speed in every case. So, and of course, a lot of people are not out there rocking G twelve Tarkin with double Zeta or with a Zeta on his unique. They just 
you know, that for whatever reason, they weren't part of that executrix meta in ships and they don't have it. I will tell you, it was very advantageous for me to have Tarkin under that Palpatine. I, I don't have the Zeta on Tarkin, but he is so good. That, that's also a, um, an amazing team in Grand Arena because of the turn meter removal and it can give you a really big advantage. I That's the team I love along with Vader. But two characters that I want to mention that I know a lot of people probably have geared because they have been past meta. And I think they, I mean, I, I seriously think that in this territory battle, these two characters will be a key to going four for four in phase four. One of them is Darth Maul. And the reason is he has an AOE daze, which means no counters, no assists. He also has an interesting, unique ability. Um, here's his unique ability. Darth Maul gains 20% max health. Gains max health equal to 10% of the damage he deals. And potency equal to 0.3% of his max health. He gains potency equal to his max health. That is... There is a great way to manipulate that, especially if you have one gear 12, to stack up his health and with the fact that he continues gaining max health can be really important um, for him for landing the debuffs against these ridiculously high tenacity characters. Um, so he is he's a character that I really want people to think about. And the other one yeah. is going to be Darth Sidious. Um Darth Sidious, uh, let's see, um, his unique ability gives him 50% potency, um, for, I believe that's part of his Zeta ability, but the reason I like him so much with an Emperor Palpatine is because he does healing immunity on, um, healing immunity on basic, he has an AoE, that does damage over time and expose and can inflict additional damage over uh, two additional damage over times on a critical hit. So he can inflict a lot of debuffs and for a character that has bonus potency and inflicts debuffs is going to be amazing on an Emperor Palpatine team. So if you have those two characters, gear 12 or whatever, and you're wondering where to put them, throw them in with an Emperor Palpatine lead, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Oh, man. I can't believe we're actually telling people, hey, maybe think about Sid again. Yeah. <laughs> so, so long ago. I mean... <laughs> people were well, it's funny because they're the so Rook AAT, and it was good for, what, a month? Hot minute, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The do what JMP? Uh, I was just gonna say it's always good if you can find the time to gear these guys. And since they're older characters, they're a little easier to gear. They don't require so as much as good the point. other ones. It's always good to have those because when you are able to plug and play into a Treya team, some more Sith, or if you have Candorous and you have to give up Malik, you can plug Candorous in under Malik. Um, things like that that work out 
having backups that are easier gears is always a good plan to have, especially since you it gives you more freedom in your platoons because if you just have five guys geared and they're to finish off the platoon, you're the last guy that can give this guy and it's going to drop your team to four out of five and throw in a fifth that pretty much crushes the team. Having that extra fifth that's decent to put in there is is a really good plan and especially when it's like i said those older characters that we've talked about that gear ranking list we have where assidious or a mall characters like that are always usually at the top of that list which is why when we talked top of the show we talked about me gear thir- gear 12 ing poggle the only reason i chose him to be geared first was because he was on our gear tier list or whatever he was number four. So it was like I knew it was going to take me three or four days to gear 12 him and then go from he's there. really easy. Yeah, so, you make a good point. If you can find some of those characters that can plug and play that are easier gears, then I'm all for it, especially when they have such utility like having the um, health or healing block Heal immunity on the basic, mm-hmm. those things like that. So I like that. That's a lot of good. And I'm fully on the Tarkin train, even though mine is gear eight on my main account. I uh, Before I had to give up my old alt account uh, to some friends, I my arena team was a Palpatine lead, and I had a gear 12 double Zeta Tarkin in it just because that Tarkin... Even back then, Tarkin under Palpatine lead was just always amazing. All the debuffs, Ooh, still the turn meter reduction, uh, throw the potency on there. I mean, it it always has been, but the thing is, people a lot of people don't we... gear him or don't know or forget. You know, he's always been a really good character, yep. and then he also has a capital ship that no one ever thinks about. So <laughs> he's a really good one to gear. And it's funny, I'm going to go look at the gear list and see where he ranks as far as how hard he is. Because I don't think he's that hard to gear. But, let's see. Um, so, uh, going back to Night Sister, um, I, I kind of tested both leads, uh, Mother Talzin and Saj Ventress. I don't know about you guys, but I had much better success with Mother Towson lead, uh, primarily because people die a lot, and being able to revive them on basic is absolutely amazing. Uh, I didn't feel like the turn meter reduction and the turn meter game for the Night Sisters under Asajj Ventress was all that great. So I've pretty much settled in. I'm just going to use Mother Towson, use her leader ability, and be content with that. What do you guys think? You're just going to say that again? You're just going to do Mother Towson? Uh, I think she's it depends the one that on I'm your game, you, the way your team's modded. And that's, I think it's going to boil down it. to team modding. The, the other thing, though, is Mother Towson also gives the plus 50% potency which yes. helps a hell of a lot. Um, her leader ability is... See, I didn't have it, I didn't feel like it helped at all in phases three and four. It seemed like oh, under... Um, it seemed like whether it was Talzin lead or Asajj lead, 
those plagues were not dropping even when I used special abilities. And then on top of that, at least under Assage, I was getting the speed so they could attempt to do it more often. See, I was I was using Assage just because it just it didn't seem like those plagues were ever landing for me. Uh, Forcuero brings up a great I point in chat also is because of the high tenacity of these characters, so Mother Towson gives the 50% bonus potency as part of a leader ability, but more importantly, when an enemy resists a detrimental effect, Night Sister allies gain 5% turn meter. So say on an AoE where no debuffs land when they should, I mean, that's 25% turn meter or more in these battles since there's often more than five characters. Um, I think that is, that could be really big. So if you're able to get those, that turn meter rolling so you don't have to worry about adding speed under Asajj lead, then, then that's good. But the problem is you're being resisted, so you're not really... You're not getting what you want besides more turn meter to be resisted again. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> you, it's like a, it's like a spiraling down. <laughs> it's a never-ending circle of frustration. It's just, it's, maybe it's like, this time. It's like you're you're slowly spiraling down the drain. Maybe with that. <sighs> I don't know. It'd be, but it's almost like we need a night sister with like stacking potency. <laughs> that, would, that would be nice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was nice. really surprised with Mother Towson's lead. Um, in Phase 4, I switched to Asajj Ventress. I don't think I'm going to do that again. I'm just going all Mother Towson all the way. And um, I'll tell you this. I plan on going 4 for 4 in Phase 4 this time. This this is true. So, um, uh, Fusuro says that the debuffs do start landing when you start getting Tenacity down. And um, the other one, too, is Spirit. Spirit has a very, I think it's Spirit has one of the highest potencies in the group, just kind of like hanging out, or like her thing doesn't, um, her thing doesn't go She's through the got, potency tenacity check, something. My gear 11 um, Spirit has 56% base tenacity or potency. Um, and she would gain yeah. three more by going to gear 12, then she probably gains some in gear 12 as well. So that's a pretty good amount of potency that she can have. That's a good point. Yeah. It's like they designed it to want all your low-geared characters to be the best ones. They're like, come on! Yeah. You want me to use Spirit? Kind of, yeah. Maybe I should get her off of level 53 in gear 2. Of course. <laughs> Maybe you should, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, and she has that stun, which is amazing. Well, dude, stuns are key in this. In in landing stun in this is awesome. I can say that much for sure. Because it gets rough. And if you can keep a if you can keep Arc Trooper from adding fortified on anyone. Do it. Yeah, that's no good. That's annoying. I don't, I don't, uh, any think, other oh, teams it's funny. You look at the dark side. Like well, I'm like looking at the dark side list, and there's really five, six, seven teams total. 
Because you got like, so you got the Geos, which is a team that most people will end up having, having because they're going to gear them up to get Watt Tambor shards. You'll have the Separatist droids, right? And then you have Sith Empire, Knight Sisters, First Order, Imperial Troopers, Bounty Hunters. And then maybe you can form an Empire and another Sith team. So there's about nine total teams that you could build there. And I really don't know um, which one of, the, of those are really the best. Besides a Sith Empire, obviously, uh, the, gen the Separatist droids do really well. But the problem is you're not going to end up getting to use them often for combat missions because they get used in a lot of special missions. And yeah. then the Geos, same deal. You know, so you're working with Night Sisters, Empire, uh, First Order. And it's funny, contrary to your... What you said, Wink, I've had quite a few people tell me their first order were going four for four. So I don't know if it's a modding issue or they're just modded differently, but they seem to be doing rather well with it. So I haven't tried it. I might first order stink. In, but in what phases? I would be I would be curious as to what phases they're referring to. Okay. Um, you know our good friend First Order Wookie and how he loves his mm -hmm. first order. He was talking about phases one, two, and three is when he used them. I don't think he did well in four okay. like anyone did. But I, I went three out of four with them in uh, phase four. Um, you know, it started out really well, and then it, it does. It peters out very quickly, uh, you know, just, just because. Three out of four is better than any know, team I had in phase four. So I'll say that. I, I, I did, couldn't get past past one out of four with any team in the last one. Now, granted, I well, gave up Malik uh, that, that in was phase, phase four, three. but... Oh, okay. I, I did go three out of four too. in... I, I went three out of four in phase four with Emperor Palpatine. Um, it was Emperor Palpatine, Sion, Darth Nihilus, Treya, and some and someone else. I, I can't remember who. I think um, I, I did, I think I did go three out of... I, yeah, I went three out of four on one. But that was it. And I think I went two out of four on a couple. Yeah. And that was it. But there was a couple. And then, of course, I was running a second account in our in our guild with a guy who has better mods and better teams. And you're going to laugh about this. I actually did worse with his better roster than with my own. And I was like, how is that even possible? <laughs> so it just means there's some kind of an RNG. You know, he, was having, he, had a, he had a family emergency and gave me his login credentials to help him out just for the last day, right? And I, nice. and I was, I was like, oh, how did I do worse with a better account than I did? I did better with a worse account. So I feel like again, there's some of this stuff that we're just you, not. You don't getting. know the mods that well. It's understandable. There's also a screenshot of you above him on the leader rankings, right? That you now <laughs> I know. I, just, I was just. You're like forever. I'll keep that <laughs> yeah, to show to him. Just like he should have nice. done better. Like what? I don't get it. Yeah, I yeah. don't get it. I don't get it. For sure. Um, what other character I kind of want to talk about? Imperial Trooper is kind of worthless, but Death Trooper specifically, I could see he that. has a lot of really good stuff in his kit that is amazing. So yes. his basic ability has days, um, yes. which is amazing. And then if they're already days, he can then stun them. He his AOE does heal immunity, and if they were not buffed, they had their 
cooldowns increase by one, and it cannot be resisted. So he has a Darth Nihilus-like ability to delay these massive AoEs and things like that. And once you get someone down, death mark. Um, death mark I, is obviously a death sentence and a couple shots, and you can take out literally any character. I, that's a great point you just and made he's up. Tanky. That's a really great point you just made up, right? Just because the troopers aren't good altogether doesn't mean we can't pull from that group to fill in some holes in some other spot. Totally agree. I mean, he can fit 100%. right under, right? He fits right in under Palpatine because of the fact he does do debuffs. Yes. So. Yep. Right there on the basic, uh, as well as on his uh, special with the death mark. So, And something else that I like to do with Emperor Palpatine is once you get a lot of debuffs stacked up on one character, try to target them down because all those debuffs disappearing gives you a ton of turn meter. That's one advantage of death mark is it allows you to kind of knock someone like that out really quickly and regain a lot of turn meter for your team. I'm going to have to use him a bit more next next time. I don't think I use Death Trooper at all, but um, he is definitely going to start going in some lineups, I think. All right. All right. Um, well, any, anything else that you guys want to talk about specifically regarding the territory battle? Uh, right good. now. Right now, you can go into the game and read everything about it that we've talked about. Like, everything that your B2 does, everything that certain uh, NPCs can do, pretty much anything that can happen in the territory battle coming up, you can read now and be prepared when it opens. So if you don't know what the medic does, if you don't know what the Elite Fives or the Elite Shakti slash Padawan Anakin (laughs) pawns, any of them do, it's all in there right now. So if you want to get ahead of the game, you can go read it right now. So I know that I'm going to go check out a few things because I have a priority list for characters I go after, which include almost always going after Medic, uh, the sharpshooter because he oh, yeah. with his mark pretty much just kills Dangerous. anything yeah that, if he gets a mark on someone you better hope that you can keep that person alive because there's a pretty good chance they're going to focus him down you know you just want to look at what the npcs are so you know who you're going to target first because if you target the wrong order you can end up doing much worse in a combat mission than if you were to kill everyone in order and get to 404 so all that information is in there right now. A lot of people don't ever bother going to look at the detail tab of the territory battle, but it's literally all there for you to read right now. So heck, go check it out if you haven't. Heck, it's a great read, even if you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to get four of four. But if you could go from one of four or zero of four or two of four to three of four, or get you know just get one more section done, mm-hmm. that you, you get a you get partial credit on these combat missions and the amount of like. Bonus the amount of G, GP or whatever we want to call TV points you get for, for even going three of four versus two of four is massive. Yeah, it's huge. So if you can put give yourself that advantage These by just knowing a little bit ton. extra information, yeah, you're good to go. So yeah, um, I wanted to. We've been talking about Gear Thirteen in. Um, 
I want to talk. All right, hold on. Real hold quick, on. I want to ask. I got to play something. Hey, boys. I'm waiting, I'm Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> it makes me laugh every freaking time. <laughs> makes me laugh every freaking time. I don't, I don't know how I did not catch these words before they escaped my mouth, but they're there for everyone for the rest of eternity. So. It's so freaking funny, dude, every time I hear that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and it's, no, it's cool. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's so no. you, man. That's what's so funny about it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> the question I had for you guys before I go into... I Okay, so if you aren't aware, if you go to Swagga, Swagga on your computer, not on your phone, because it doesn't show up on the phone for whatever reason. If you go on your computer at the very top, there is a tab now that says Gear 13. Right. And if you click on that tab, it will give you... There's about five different other tabs. So I'm going to bring it up on the screen so everyone yeah. can see it. It is really awesome. I was looking through this the other day, and it gave me some ideas um, that I just have not heard talked about, and I want to talk to them about you guys. So before I go into this, these, these tabs and what's there, I want to ask you, what do you think the best character Gear 13-wise would be go for GOTBs? Like, who who are the priority characters as far as thir Gear 13 goes to help a full team, if you had to, if you had to gear one in a team, and you thought it would elevate that team to the point that they were going four for four, can you think of any at this point? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I I I gear thirteen to her. Yeah. So Daka's yours. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to bring up kind of a kind of a weird one. Um, that we've seen a little bit, but not a lot, Emperor Palpatine. Uh, and the amount of special damage Hell that he gets yeah. and the amount of strength that he gets at Gear 13. Uh, to me, the reason why you see so much Palpatine is because of, of that right there. Now, you don't see a ton of people doing it yet. You know, whenever you go to that other sheet that shows all the characters, you don't see a bunch of people... G13 and Palpatine. Uh, a bunch of players have him, though, at, with the two G12 five pieces on him because maybe back when they were working on getting Treya, there's only 65 people in the game that have it right now. But he, but he does gain some pretty impressive stats on some of this stuff. So it is one to think about. Yep. Um, That's a good one. And here's the thing about that, right? So He's he's pretty high on the list for special damage that he gets from Gear 13. Another one that is can really help that Palpatine team as far as Gear 13 goes. Grand Moff Tarkin, you know that uh, that AOE ability, right? It's all special damage based off uh you get extra offense based on his potency, right? right? Well, Gear 13 gives him one of the highest boosts to special damage as well. He gets 1,046 extra special damage, bringing him... It's almost a quarter of his special damage is added at gear 13. So that AoE that you can already supercharge will be even more supercharged 
if he's gear 13. Not to mention all the um, protection and health he gains. Because he's kind of, he's not, he's not the most uh, tanky person. At least he wasn't before they added the extra protection on the old characters. I don't know how much he got, but keeping him alive can be very helpful as well. But I'm with you. I think Palpatine is a really good one because when we were talking about it earlier and I was looking at this webpage while we were talking about it, uh, Palpatine gets, I think, almost a thousand... Palpatine, Palpatine oh, gets. It, he got a good chunk of health and protection. Yeah. And, and I mean, he he has the most special damage difference between even more than Bashan falling, um, which is insane when you think about it. Right? You're like, wait a second. Yeah, he's going to do real well. Are you talking percentage increase by going to gear thirteen? So I'm talking about. Spe- I'm talking about just the flat number, right? So he has the. If you go, if you if you're on this tab, this G13, you go to the offense tab, then you go to special damage, and you go G13 plus to G13. He has the most, Um, and then if I think if you go to total diffs and or percent diffs, he's in the he's in that top group as well. So he he is gaining a ton of crap um, at that level. Yeah, Palpatine seems all around to be. Very high up on the these same lists. thing too. It is Mother so. Towson. Uh, same thing. Look at you know she gets. That's exactly who I was about to yeah. say. Yeah. Seven hundred and fifty uh, increase in special damage, yep. and you like we were talking earlier about using an offense set on her. Yeah. Um. You know, getting uh, all that additional offense getting calculated into her mods is you know, massive. And um, she's she has a piece that, you know, already gives her 140 special damage. So that's... Uh, she, she gets 190 special damage from just her first three Gear 12 pieces. And then everything she gets from um, the increase in tactics. I mean, that is a lot of stuff that's going to be extra calculated into uh, her damage output so she could be really nasty at gear 13 too agreed and so uh, this has been beaten into the ground over since before GOTB came out but mine is obviously the one that I did and that's Grievous because all his all his damage is based on his max health and he and this is funny. He does not have the highest health increase at gear 13, which surprised me. At least, okay, sorry. Base numbers he does, because he gets 26,000 mm-hmm. health going from gear 12 to gear 13, which is huge for his damage. So right. he's a great one to have at gear 13. If, if you went by percentage of what they had to what they get, he's actually lower than Big's Darklighter, which I, I think saw is that. hilarious. That, that just makes me chuckle, doesn't it? I mean, like, Big's literally doubles his yeah. health. Yeah, like 90-something so, percent. You're yeah, 92% he gains. It's crazy. <laughs> what? So, yep. but Grievous is one of mine. So, I that's the one I did. And I'm glad that it... Here's my hope. And I'm hoping that the more we get the gear 13s and the more we get, uh, we go along and see what comes along after GOTB. I'm really hoping that we, that, that gear 13 Grievous team 
expands throughout the different areas because it's going to be good in GOTB. It's good in GAC and it's good in Territory Wars. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, hoping that I can find time to mod it and try it out in uh, Arena. I have not yet, but I'm thinking that that's, that's going to be just pretty much an all-around really good Gear 13. So we'll see. But that is the one you know, I chose you get, first. You know, you get, Only because Wampa didn't have Gear 12 plus pieces. So, uh, so again, uh, a character, we were talking about potency. This is a really interesting one, right? Um, Commander Luke Skywalker okay. gets 30% potency for Gear 13. That's more than the Which whole. is 272% <laughs> it's like, what? of his potency yeah, between 12 and 13. Yeah, it's, it's a, freaking nuts. Crazy, you know. And even Han, even Han Solo, who you know, going to gear thirteen, he gets twenty three percent, which makes that uh, turn meter removal. Well, I don't think his turn meter removal can be resisted, can it? I, I don't it, remember. I think it can on his basic. Yeah, I thought it could on the basic, so that makes it a little better off. Because it jumps from 12% to 35%. It does make him a little worse under the CLS lead if you're trying to get if you're trying to out if you're trying to outspeed the turn meter. If you're trying to use CL it again, right? This is like a really weird thing where it's like you gain 5% turn meter if the enemy resists. So that again, mm -hmm. it, there were some people that were talking about this too with um with Anakin. Because Anakin also gains fifteen percent potency in his um, in his G thirteen piece, and so they were saying that the Good. the Anakin loop team didn't work as well in P three of the heroic Sith raid for the G thirteen Anakin. Yeah, I, I heard that. I did actually, and it's because he has more because he gained potency on it. So there's some like there's some really like odd mechanics sometimes where you're like. Wait, there's actually a character I don't want to take to G13 for this weird reason right away. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that's a good point. There's if you run that so there's team, one be, there's one thing you worry. There's one thing on this this tab that I want to bring up to you guys and ask what you think about it. And it's 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 so we've seen the you guys have seen the videos about Candor Sordo at Gear 13, right? And how he's just a machine gun and he, he does all this damage now at gear 13 because he literally has the highest physical damage differential from gear 12 to 13 at 1587. Now, the one that I want to talk about here, mm -hmm. which I find freaking hilarious based on the history of this show. Magma Trooper going from gear 12 to 13 gains 1300 yep. physical damage. Going from 3,000 to 4,300, which is only about 500 physical damage less than Candor's at this point. But what do you guys think of that? It's because it, you're already using uh, your troopers as a counter to Night Sisters or these teams where you want to get good AoE out there or to move past things. It seems to me that if you were to gear 13 Magma Trooper, and put some offense on him on top of his base offense now that he has with your mods that he could be he his double tap on his basic could be destroying as far as damage wise am i wrong in thinking that um or does just no one care about magma trooper that's potential. why no one has thought of this. i ain't gonna find out though i'm saying I mean, nobody cares 
Uh, I mean, my have, you seen, have you seen have you seen Aura Sings? <laughs> I mean, Aura Sing yep. does the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, Bistan, HK forty seven, right? We turned Tebow in from a tank into a into a damage dealer. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that, but Tebow Tebow is now a damage dealer. If you actually did Tebow, let's say somebody yeah. did G thirteen Tebow, where do you put him now? I mean, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the Ewok team would work if someone decided to G thirteen Tebow. Um, I, again, some of these stats make me really have to like rethink how I mod that character or. In my mind, I kind of put this character in a box, and you can't necessarily put these characters in the same box that you did bef- as you did before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's that way with yep. when they added the protection mm-hmm. upgrade for a lot of the older characters, and then along with if you were to gear thirteen, some of these characters, it 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 it's completely changed a lot of these guys, and as we start moving towards seeing our roster become more yellowish yellow and orange rather than just yellow there's going to be a lot of team shakeups i feel like as far as when you look at like the jumps and increases on some of these characters I mean, a lot of them got left out because they were old and they didn't have the stats but it seems like over once you hit that gear 12 to 13 hump which is a massive hump because getting all, a lot of characters into that gear 13 range is going to take a long time. So maybe two years from now, when we all have gear 13, everything, you're going to be looking at, right? Yeah, you're going to be seeing a lot different team comps because the characters like Night Sister Initiate, Nacolite, Zalbar, Spirit, the ones yep. that are left out, Zalbar, Sam Wessel, there's all these characters are going to be that much better because if you look at like Sith Assassin is one that people are talking about at gear 13. He went up another 1100 on his physical damage and you've seen the type of damage he's putting out, you know, and he's really low down on this list. So if you haven't looked at this gear 13 list on the Swagaga site, if I know that I know a lot of, I know someone that gear 13 night sister acolyte and is in love with it because it's doing 60,000 damage on basic. Like, totally understand. When it crits. Like, there, there's some characters here where that's what you're going to get, and people aren't even thinking about that. And But th- I just thought this page was really interesting because you can really see where the stat increases stack up since the stats for the gear 13 piece yeah. is different for every single character. And it just seems like they're trying to... <coughs> bring every character up to a place where it's usable, if that makes sense. I don't know. There's some really cool stuff in here. And they seem to be making characters... They seem to be making a lot of these characters better at what they already do really well. Um, This is my first time looking at the page, but there are a couple things that stand out to me a lot. Um, One of them is Geonosin Soldier, who gains 10% crit chance by going to gear 13. And he gains 50% turn meter whenever he lands a crit, so that is pretty big. But my first gear 13 was Padme Amidala. And the reason I took her to gear 13 was because she is my key to taking down Malak teams. And 
her increase on physical damage is she gets a 879 increase in physical damage, which is 27% increase to her total damage. Not only that, but she gained almost 10% crit chance. And not only that, but she gained um, a considerable amount of protection and, you know, she gained a little bit of health. But um, she is one of those characters that I think is, you know, a huge key piece to take to Gear 13 if you use her because of, you know, she gets so much better at what she does. And on the other side of that, since I use her against Darth Malak, I see a lot of Gear 13 Basilashan Fallens. And everybody has been suggesting you take Basilashan to Gear 13. I have noticed, however, that she is so much easier to kill at Gear 13. Hmm. You know why? Why is that? Well, she gains a freaking shit ton of health. And, of course, when she also gets that 70% crit bonus... So when you're using Courage that does damage equal to her health percentage, I mean, you can truck through her health and protection very, very quickly, um, which is, you know, a lot of fun. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to find her <laughs> on here. Um, she gains 10,000 health. Um, it's a 30% increase yeah. in her base health stats. So... Um, the other thing that I think is really key for all of this is you see these big jumps in numbers and we're so programmed or have been for so long in regards to mods that we look at flat statistics. Flat health is so good. Flat offense is so good. Not for gear 13. Whenever you're talking about these gear 13 characters, for the most part, you're going to want to start switching to percentage increases. Uh, you know, percent offense, percent health, especially a lot of these characters of Gear 13 is going to be considerably more than you would get with, you know, a similarly proccing flat statistic. So you're, the lower the gear level, the better you're going to be off with flat statistics. And now, as we start hitting this um, Gear 12, Gear 13 threshold, your percent secondaries are going to become much, much better. Yes. I agree. We've talked about this a lot on um, on RSG. We've also, uh, Warrior, made a video about um, god mods that are in a different category than just offense, flat offense, and speed, where you basically go through your roster and you, you, um, you, you go into the mod section, you select the mods, you filter by, let's say, flat defense and then you also sort by flat defense yep. and then and then check these mods that you've got that procced five flat defenses do the same thing with percent defense mm. do that same thing with um with your other stats and and you'll find sometimes that you had a stat that procced four times or five times in kind of a weird category the one caveat to this that i see about g13 is for the most part, um, a lot of characters do get a lot of physical crit chance. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but a lot of characters do yes. get a lot of physical crit chance and a lot of special crit chance. It means potentially 
mods with a crit chance primary or mods with a crit chance secondary have less value on a character that's already G13. Mm-hmm. Just one of the minor things to think about. So we've got a lot of wins, but we also, as far as mods are concerned, we have a lot of wins as far as characters are concerned. We have a couple of characters that seem like they they, they maybe have a they're a little bit of a loser, which conversely also means about to go. crit avoidance arrow crit avoidance arrows got a stealth win on this thing. A hundred percent. So you so you know if it, you know you could. I could now easily see someone making the argument for putting a crit avoidance arrow with plus 20 speed on a character. And the reason why is to negate the crit chance that they got and then to also negate the, uh, and then it's, uh, and, and you're only losing out on like three or four or five speed. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I use a lot of cr- uh, crit avoidance arrows. I mean, I think if, even if you're getting in the mid teens, if, if you get double digit speed on a crit avoidance arrow, um, I would have no issue taking it to six star because it is going to be good. Like you can throw it on Kylo Ren a mask. You can throw it on any tank, shore trooper, whatever. And that's going to be a good mod. Um, uh, so yeah, that is a really, really good point. Um, yeah, this, before you consider taking character to gear 13, I highly suggest you guys go to this and go kind of sort through these stats Go, like Grande just said, go sort through your mods um, and do not hesitate. Uh, if you have a mod with really good offense percent secondary or health percent secondary, do not hesitate to take that up because those two get significant boost. Uh, your offense percentage gets tripled. Your health percent gets multiplied by 1.84, so an 84% increase. Um, you get really nice bonuses from those, taking them six dot. Uh, so those should be really good candidates if you're trying to get, uh, you know, specific characters up. For example, I've been doing that with Daka. Uh, you know, that's how I've gotten her health so high is really focusing in on stacking up as much, you know, say health or whatever particular stat you are looking for. Kind of the same thing I did with Padme in regards to offense and that works very well as well okay all righty <laughs> so uh tesh karn has given us two more two more quizzes on gotb to go over tonight Oh, yeah. Let me look this up. Where's the site we need to go to to do this all together? Quiziz.com. So Q-U-I-Z-I-Z-Z.com slash join is the site we use. For anyone out there, you can use the app on your phone, Quizzes, or you can go to the website I just quoted. Why don't you hit us with that intro there, Wink? It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. It's a trio tonight. That's right. (laughs) You know, I, I found this 
Yankee candle on my desk, and I don't know where it came from, but I can't stop sniffing it. I don't know it why. probably came. It probably came from the Yankee Candle Company. <laughs> right, but why did they sneak <laughs> in my house? That's the that's the real question. <laughs> like, if we leave this on his desk, he'll talk about it. Oh man, it's a shameless nice. plug there, right? Yeah. Uh, exactly. All right, we go. We go into this first one first. Yes. So. The first one we're doing is called Random New Passive. So if you're on the app, the code is 304200. That's 304-200. I can find my mouse on the screen. There we okay. go. 304200. All right. I am. I'm ready. In. I am ready as GMP. well. All right, so we're going into the first question. Here we go. I see Forswero and Joker in there with us. We'll see how we all do. Heck yeah. Okay. Come on, start it. I said start it. Do it. There he goes. Three. Two, one, and the first question is The Separatists gain a new passive called blank in the new TB Bug Party, Separatist Motives, Remote Synchronization, or Endless Battalion. Damn. I, oh sure. my gosh, dude. Uh Oh, wow. I got it wrong. I chose Endless Battalion. What did you guys pick? I, I got it wrong, too. <laughs> I chose Separatist Motives. Okay. That was the answer? I got lucky. Because okay, it didn't tell me what the right answer was. All right. That, Separatist yeah. Motives uh, is what the new passive I was down between is. that and what you picked. Um, yeah. Tough one. Okay, I guess it's not one. really a passive if I have to click on it to get a B2 droid, huh? Because I think Endless <laughs> nice. Battalion is the name of the button for the B2, and that's not passive. So I don't know what uh -oh. I was thinking. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right, second question. All Separatist allies gain a stack of Separatist motives when a Separatist blank kills an enemy, uses an ability, takes a turn, or assists an ally. All Separatist right. allies gain a stack Woo. of Separatist modus so when a Separatist I. kills an enemy, uses an ability, takes a turn, or assists an ally. I got it wrong. I said assists an ally. The answer was kills an enemy. Yeah. There, I, I thought I remembered something about when someone assists and thinking to myself, what bug... What Geonosian assists besides freaking uh, soldier calling in assists? Maybe well, I'm something the, else. You got the brute alpha now, right? Oh yeah, and he calls everyone assists. So maybe that's yeah. Yeah. all right. Before all right. ten stacks of special, or sorry, before ten stacks of separatist motives, what does it do? Two percent health recovery on turn, plus one thousand max health and protection, plus one life. What? Plus five percent more damage per stack. Yeah, no. it's a one up. Getting a one up. 
All right. Oh, I got it wrong. <laughs> Ooh, I'm on a roll. Oof, I got it wrong too. 5% more damage per stack. I chose 2% uh, health yeah. recovery on turn. I don't have an answer yet. That sucks. <laughs> four out of five. This is question four out of five. After 10 stacks, it does some cool stuff. What does it not do? Allies benefit from ally, allies death, health equalization, extra healing, more damage. Oh. Oh. Oh, thank God I got one right. I chose I health equalization, which was the correct answer. It does not health does not do health equalization. So there's that. The last question? Okay, what's this? <laughs> I don't understand this last question. All right, how do I sign up, question mark? You don't. It's free. Gear 13, Watt Tambor. Six out of six on platoons and canyons. 50,000... 50... 000, 50 Crystal. Holy shit, what is that number? Five million crystals with a comma in a weird spot. In the wrong spot. <laughs> uh, um, how do I... Uh, I don't know what the right answer is, but here we go. Hey, I, I got it right! I don't even know what the question is. <laughs> I got it right. It's a freebie. Yeah, it's oh, free. Okay. I, I, I'm assuming he ran out of questions regarding these and had to put five questions in. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it must have been it. All right, so I got right. two out of five. I, don't know, I, I got so bad, I don't even want to say. I think I got two out of five as well. Including a free... Mine I was one of the freebies, five so... correct. Wow, wait. That don't well, happen just, very often. I say Dang. just brag about it. All right. Hell yeah. We got one more game here, and this one is called... Platoon power. Platoon power. Yay. All right. Let's see if I can uh, at least get two again. All right. So your code is 853971. Again, the code is 853971. Well, this website. Well, I wait for this website to load. Here we go. 853. Three nine seven one. Sounds like a girl's phone. <laughs> Eight <laughs> six seven five three. All right. Oh God, there's a there's okay. Random off-topic story here. There is a company in Phoenix, a bug pest control company that has the phone number eight six seven five three zero nine, and that is the number to call for the pest control company. But the problem is. Their jingle is one of those things where they don't want to get sued. So the jingle <laughs> is like three notes off from the actual song. Oh, and it, it, so every time you hear it, it's like the most annoying. They're like, call the number eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. And you're like, oh, my God, why are they singing it so wrong? <laughs> they don't want to get copyrighted. Yeah, they so don't want to get. Uh, but every time they, you hear they, it, you're they, like, they've done it like bluesy, jazzy. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna go down here instead of up. It's it's a it's little totally it's a little different. Improv, you yeah, that's fine. All right, platoon power. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Question one in three, two, one, go. P 
Platoon's got a big time upgrade this team. Upgrade? I don't know about upgrade, but which of these is new to Geonosis territory battles? Improved stats, summoning an ally, new abilities, or diminishing enemy abilities? Hey, I got one right. Hey! Hey, three for three. There so the answer go. was summoning an ally. That's right. Next question is, Heck when do yeah. you get to summon an ally? Phase three only, phase two only, phases one through four, or phases two through four? Crap. I don't remember the answer. Hey, I got it right. I got it right, too. Boom, check a I did, too. How about you, Wink? You got it? All right, good. Yep, I got it. I'm very happy for you. You can hear it in my voice. <laughs> The answer was phases two through four. Next question, question three of five. The, ha the Hailfire tank ability is available in which zones? All bottom zones, middles, phases two through four, or all zones, phases two through four? Oh, no, I missed one! No, oh, no. I got that one wrong. Uh, I chose all bottom zones. Oh, but apparently, I it. it is. I missed it, it as well. Something zones two through four. All zones two through four. No, is that what it said? Middle. The correct answer was my first. Middle thought, zones too. two through four. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so you know what? That was so dumb. There are no platoon powers in phase one. I know. So all bottom zones that would have never worked. No. Oh. I could have had that right. All right. Hellfire. Anyways. Hellfire ability. Does all of the <laughs> following <Hellfire>. except? <laughs> yes. It should. All the following except. It should. Dots stagger uh, days tenacity down. Dots stagger days tenacity down. No. Oh, I, I got it wrong. The one I wanted to do, it probably doesn't sound I got it right. Nope. All right. <laughs> it does do tenacity down, so that's good. The answer was days. All right. Question five. As a result of fleet platoon, platoons, separatists equalize health at the start of their turns in which phases? Two, three, four, two, three, three, four, or four? I'm just going to click the one my mouse is on. I think I got it right. Nope, I got it wrong. <laughs> Got it right. Yes. All right, I, I chose too. four. The answer was three and four. So I was able to get two out of five without a freebie. I feel pretty decent about that, except for the fact that I got the first two right and missed the last three. Not a good way to finish. Yeah. So there is that. Not too bad. I ended up going four out of five. <laughs> Well, we, we will expect you for you to be number one in your guild from now on. <laughs> in everything. In everything. All things. Uh, yes. All right. Well, that means four out of ten for me, nine out of ten for Wink. And how'd you do on that last one? Um, I did. I did uh, three out of five on the last one, so I got uh, five right. out of hey, five. Hey, you beat me. <laughs> What an Very accomplishment. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. All right. Well, well, 
Grande, thanks this again. Was a hell of a lot Grande. Of fun. Hey, thanks, guys. Us. I appreciate it. And for anyone who's here that doesn't know, you guys can uh, go go on YouTube and search for Reality Skewed Gamers. And you can find me and Ranger J1999, Infinity, and all of our crew over there. And, and uh, come hang out and be part of our funny shenanigans where we talk about Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and Battlefront and a couple of other games that we have a lot of fun with. And thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, go check yeah. them out. I think, what days are you guys on? So, what like what every, days can they expect to find like you guys? Every day we're on, we do a, uh, a Monday through Friday. We do a lunchtime stream at noon Eastern time. And we start right on the dot. And then uh, we have a Wednesday stream. Uh, it's a Wednesday evening at 8 p.m., Eastern time, and that's kind of our mainstream where we go over all the news that's fit to cuss and discuss, basically. <laughs> and then um, Saturday mornings, uh, which is tomorrow morning, uh, I think it's at 9 a.m. Eastern time, we do Jedi Academy. So that's um, that's uh, where we take a lot of the former game changers, and we have a round table. Where we just answer questions. Overall, we're done, and there's no more questions. Very nice, very nice. Well, that'll be very fun. fun show. So, if you're here tonight, check that out, and you can manage to wake up in what is that? Yeah, like six, seven, eight hours from now. Yes. If you can wake up, go check out <laughs> Jedi Academy on RSG stream on YouTube. It'll be fun. I'm pretty sure I'll yep. be awake then anyway, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, to everyone that's here, everyone that's listening to the podcast on the download. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, I hope that uh, your territory battle goes much better than it did the last time around. Now that we got a little no more information kidding. this time around. But uh, for everyone that's listening to this that doesn't know, you can go to discord.me slash shattered order. Come join us on discord in our discord channel. We ask a lot of questions for content. What do you guys want to hear? What you guys want to talk about? Once a, a blue moon at this point, we do a QA where anyone can ask anything they want in there, and we usually spend about two and a half episodes going over all these questions. So there's a lot uh, that you guys can do to form this show. So go check that out on our Discord. Um, if you want to support the show, there's patreon.com slash shattered order, or you can sub on Twitch. Both those things help us out a lot. Um, there's a lot of craziness that goes on with and putting on these shows and hosting them and everything else so we appreciate everyone that helps us out and wink had something to say um we'll be giving away gift cards to twitch subbers and our patrons next week and covering all you guys um i haven't had time to get on and pull the list and stuff due to the move it's been busy and stuff i've also had a lot of people asking about my internet I will eventually have fiber. I'm not sure when. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Eventually, I, I just don't know when. That's right. Um, Wink will be much but, more regular uh, once he starts having fiber. I'm impressed, Grande. Well done. Well done. One last That's thing good. for all you baseball fans yeah. out there. The Angels just completed a combined no-hitter within three minutes ago. So, combined no-hitter over there nice. in L.A. That's awesome, awesome, dude. Anyways, Thank thanks you. for hanging out, and well, uh, we will catch you again 
on episode 157. Next week. All right. Yeah. See you guys later. Later.